Hi, and welcome to Hope Floats, a social work podcast that aims to discuss social issues, social work practice, and other misadventures, which more than likely involve giving someone a bus pass. As a disclaimer, this podcast will discuss sensitive issues, which are meant to be thought-provoking and serve as a space to inspire other helping professionals learn, share, grow, and find common ground. Hi, I'm Catherine. And I'm Catherine. Welcome to our podcast, Hope Floats. Um, This is our first episode, and we're kind of just going to introduce ourselves and let you get to know us a little bit and figure out, do I want to listen to what this person has to say? And you do, because we're going to convince you. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, so we're Catherine's, but different. And, um, this podcast is, has been a couple, has been like, uh, in the making with, from COVID, I think too, you know, with lots of time spent at home wondering what can we do? Um, why did you want to do this podcast during COVID? I guess it wasn't because of COVID, but I guess maybe, um, COVID really made you sit back and think, oh my God, what am I doing? Is this what I want to be doing? What more can I be doing? And while I love my job, love what I do, being a social worker, um, I just wanted that there was just so much more to give, I felt like. I was getting frustrated going, gosh, it's just day in and day out. It's just work. And then I go home, but I I needed an outlet. I needed, uh, I wanted some creative space to to do something fun and... um, I don't know get get the word on social work out there what about you you know um so you had asked me if I wanted to do a podcast yeah and <laughs> <laughs> um at the time I guess for me during COVID um and working in a hospital setting I was experiencing a fair amount of burnout so this felt like a new creative kind of way to you know talk about things that you deal with in the social work profession and being that social work can be frustrating sometimes I think that it's important for social workers to have an outlet to have self-care so I thought that was a good enough reason to have you convince me to do this (laughs) I'm glad it worked it did it did <laughs> it's, it's been nice you know kind of writing down our ideas about it and and rec- I mean you know it but like looking at it on paper you're like wow I, we do a lot of stuff we're involved with so much I think that's true and I think that unfortunately folks don't really understand the social work profession and what that means yeah um so I mean, I guess, why did you become a social worker? You know, is kind of a good place to start with that question. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I became a social worker. I wanted to become a social worker after um, my husband, my first husband, passed away. And um, at that time, I, you know, I had to, I moved back home and we were kind of mostly living on his income at the time. I think I had a job, but... Um, it just made me really think, wow, like I need to be more independent. I need to be able to take care of myself if God forbid this would ever happen again. Um, and 
working through my grief over the next year, um, I kind of just, it, social work kind of just fell into my laps in a way. Um, I was really drawn towards hospice and wanting to let others know, like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, this doesn't have to be the the end of everything for you. Um, and so I wanted to kind of help people through those dark times. Um, and so I just jumped right into it and started school and, and now here I am. And it was the best decision <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I love, I love what I do. And while I may not be a hospice social worker, I have definitely, the profession as a whole is where I'm supposed to be. That's awesome. Yeah, it feels good. It's really, really good. <laughs> I remember, like, when my, my current husband and I, um, we would have a couple of drinks or I'd have some wine, and I would just look at him and just be like, oh, my God, like, I am just in love with social work. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I just know it. I'm so happy that I'm doing this. And it just feels so good, you know? Right. Um, what about you? Why why social work? Well, um, I didn't necessarily have an epiphany like you, <laughs> you know, um, originally I didn't want to be a social worker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I was in college in my undergrad and I was going for psychology and I really didn't know what I, I well, I thought I wanted to be a nurse, you know, and I had taken most of the prerequisites and started like doing nursing, like the nursing program. And found out that wasn't for me. And so my advisor at the time, you know, I, I said, well, I think I want to go for like my PsyD or, you know, become a psychologist. And my advisor was pretty great at the time. And she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you mean I'm not? <laughs> she said to me, she was like, well, you're a social worker. I was like, I don't want to be a social worker. Uh, social workers don't make any money. Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of had the epiphany for you. <laughs> she did, you know, and uh, I guess at the time she had, you know, better insight about what my strengths were, you know, um, which she told me, Katie, hands down, like you're a systems person. You're not going to be happy doing therapy every day. And it was the best advice I ever got, and I don't regret it, and I'm so glad that I ended up going down the road of social work, because there's so many opportunities everywhere. Regardless of what field you get into in social work, you're constantly interfacing with different systems that make an impact on someone's life. It doesn't matter you know, if you're in a primary care setting, you're still gonna have folks that are homeless that can't refrigerate their medications and that's a problem. You know, you're still gonna have, you know, DCF calls. You're still gonna have family dynamics. It, it's, it's pretty much the greatest thing ever because you can make a really tremendous impact on some of the most vulnerable populations. And that's what I really love doing. Mm-hmm. So. It's been really good for me. Yeah. As much as I've been burnt out lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you get refreshed, you're like, yes, this is this is where I'm supposed to be. And I think that, like, what you said, like, writing things down and preparing for the podcast has been very impactful for myself. Mm -hmm. Because, 
some days you're just in that grind of like getting your notes done, seeing your patients and getting it done, but bringing it back to why we do the things that we do, I think has helped tremendously for myself. Mm. And, you know, I, I think for us as working professionals and working in a setting where you interface with a lot of different people who doesn't who don't understand what you do mm-hmm. it's important to do that yeah and I think that touches on a good point of why we wanted to do the podcast too is that when people think of you as a social worker at least for me before I knew what the job was I just thought DCF right you know taking sh- taking your kids away yeah yeah um and and so with the podcast, I think that's one thing that we definitely want to tackle is, you know, you and I do two totally different jobs, um, but we're both social workers. Okay. Um, it's almost like being a doctor in a way, like you can have, you know, an oncologist or a dermatologist, just two, you're two of the same thing, but you practice two different, totally two different areas. And I think that that's a really good point. I don't think that folks really understand the variation that you can have with social work. Yeah. Um, but being that we have different experiences, I want to know more about yours. Ah, so I, I work with blind patients, uh, folks who are newly blind or have low vision and kind of getting them hooked up with community resources and, and devices that help their, help make their lives easier, um, and that's one thing I learned, too, in, with my job is that when I thought of a blind person, I thought, well, this person can't see at all. It's just total blackout. But for the, I would say a majority of legally blind people, that's not the case. They still have some vision. So you can get a device that blows an image up so they can read it and just help them be as independent, rem, remain as independent as possible. Because, um, I mean, if you think... If you lose your vision, you just think, oh, my God, your world would be over. But this program is so great because me and the instructors are able to help people remain in their homes, continue cooking for themselves and, and getting to their appointments. Um, so I think what, I love this part of social work. It's not something I'd ever heard about. So it's really it's a very um, impactful job, I think. And. It's just, it's just really cool to help people. How did you fall into this position? Um, I, so it's in a hospital setting and um, it was just a job that opened up. But um, prior to that, I was doing like inpatient discharge planning um, for folks who were in the hospital, a lot of short-term rehab, long-term care, assisted living facilities, just getting folks hooked up with the things that they need. Um, and maybe that it's time for uh, thinking about, you know, their levels of care and whatnot. Um, but it kind of just fell into my lap almost. My my boss at the time was just like, hey, you'd be really good for this. <laughs> and I was like, well, I believe you. So um, Those people giving us advice are pretty clutch in our lives. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, but it, um, it's been great. And even with, you know, in this job during COVID, we are helping people virtually, which sounds very weird for folks with low vision, but it works and it's just incredible. And, uh, it's, it's really been great so far. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and you incidentally do work at the same hospital as I do. That is how we know each other. <laughs> yes. But what do you do? 
And I mean, I guess before we get into this question, I do want to say that we met because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, We were in the same office and we were like the only social workers on site. And their solution was to put, you know, everyone in in the same office, you know, the the two on-site social workers. Mm -hmm. And that's how we met. Yeah. So... Thank you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the silver lining. The silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So right now I work in a hospital setting. Um, I primarily work um, with severe persistent mental illness um, and also substance abuse disorders. I work on an inpatient and psychiatric ward. So lots of, lots of mental health, obviously. Um, you know, and things move very fast on the ward and you get a lot of experience being in a hospital setting because you have to be able to really assess psychosocial needs quickly so that you are able to help folks with a safe discharge plan because a lot of the folks that come into our hospital or where the ward where I'm at, you know, they want to they wanted to die, you know, and I think the thing that I really like about inpatient psych the most is like with outpatient case management jobs, obviously you see the change, but it's much more long-term on inpatient things happen very quickly. And that turnaround um, can be very rewarding. You know, we, we see a lot of folks and we work with them And sometimes it is that long game. You know, they keep coming back to the hospital month after month. um, And you have to, you know, use those skills that you learn, you know, in social work school and really try and help motivate them or try and do what my advisor or your boss did and notice Mm -hmm. those strengths and, you know, try and get you to that point where, you know, or get you into that space where you're able to make that change. And I think that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, prior to that, um, I was an MSW and then, you know, working as a bachelor's level, like case manager, um, in different homeless programs. Um, I'm really passionate about homeless programs and homelessness because it's probably one of the larger public health issues that no one's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine knows this and she's laughing because I won't stop talking about it. Um, But it absolutely is though. It is. It is. I mean, how many folks did we see coming into the hospital that Mm -hmm. were homeless and kept readmitting because of housing issues, you know? Um, so I, I guess, you know, that's kind of been, um, my experience and I kind of fell into homeless programs like ass backwards. (laughs) How so? (laughs) Um, I needed to do a community service project for one of my classes in undergrad and it was right before I was going to graduate and um, I ended up volunteering with this homeless shelter and they liked me so they hired me 
and I guess I've been doing case management ever since. (laughs) So, yeah, no, um, it's been a pretty wild ride. So, Mm -hmm. exciting, frustrating, awesome. Yeah. You know, all the emotions. <laughs> all of the all of the things. Yeah. So oh, great. um you know, and I guess, you know, talking about that, you know I, I mean we both have said, you know, we were trying to get like a different perspective or use this as an outlet. Um so what are we trying to do with this podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I I think that, you know, number one it's for us, you know. Mm-hmm. We're just we want a space, an outlet again, to, to share, you know, our feelings, our thoughts, our jobs, and uh, maybe reach some other people. Maybe convince some people to be social workers. We'll be the, we'll be the, uh, the advisors. The advisors. <laughs> the advisor and the supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> you need to do this. No yeah. way. <laughs> and, um... And just, you know, hopefully reach some people and just share some stories. We've got, we've got a lot of, of great, um, I hate to say stories, but stories of kind of what we've done and the mm-hmm. impacts that we've made and, and how proud we feel after doing some things and, and how some things did not turn out the way mm-hmm. that they should have or that we wanted to. Um, so I think being able to share that for people who want to listen to it, you know, on a drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just going to be really cool, and I think I'm. It's going to be really neat to just sit down and really look at our jobs and and what we do, and kind of you know be able to reflect that to ourselves and just say, "Wow, we did that. We did this. Wow, we like mm-hmm. you know, and just feel a sense of accomplishment for for ourselves." Yeah, no, and it feels like a good opportunity for growth. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, when I was you know going for my MSW and it, it kind of reminds me of like a process recording. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're reliving these stories or not reliving, like retelling these stories and in that narrative kind of way, you're evaluating yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and thinking about how you can do things better. Um, and I guess sharing stories to me has always been the most impactful way to inspire change, you know, um, it all kind of starts with a perspective and gaining insight and just taking it one step further. And I want to say with that made me think of, you know, a lot of people see the world in black and white Mm -hmm. and in our jobs especially, and I think just for social workers, you, you see almost all the different angles of a problem. Right. You have to work within all of those angles. It's not just, oh, you need a house? Okay, well, here you go. Well, no, how's your finances? You know, right. There's so much involved um, with figuring out a problem. And so learning about people's perspectives, I think, can help change the world. <laughs> sure can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think this is going to be a great, um, road we're going down. I'm really looking forward to having you as my traveling buddy. <laughs> we're going down our journey, our, our, our long journey of yeah. what this podcast will do. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think it's going to, it's, it'll be cool. And hopefully Uh, If you're listening to this, you... If you've made it this far. (laughs) 
you will you will uh, follow us down this road and maybe learn a couple things or maybe just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we can do that, then that's a that's a good thing, right? Sure is. This is Catherine and Catherine. Stick around. Next month, we'll be talking about finding families, mental health, patient rights, and cultural awareness. It's going to be really great.